This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and I'm your host, Tyler. If you're ready to learn about real estate investing and you're short on time, what do you say we jump right in? Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Hey there, fellow libation lovers. Let's talk about something that's sure to tickle your taste buds. Total Wine & More. Are you ready to embark on a journey through the aisles of endless possibilities? Total Wine & More is your one-stop shop for all things wine, whiskey, and everything in between. From the smoothest Cabernets to the boldest bourbons, they've got it all. And the best part? Their team of friendly guides is here to help you navigate through the maze of choices. Need a recommendation? They've got you covered. But wait, it gets even better. Total Wine & More offers convenient curbside pickup and delivery, so you can stock up on your favorites without ever leaving your car or home. So, what are you waiting for? Dive into the world of Total Wine & More today and discover your next favorite libation. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. That's TotalWine.com. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Seven Habits You Didn't Know Were Derailing Your Finances Every Month by Craig Kurlop. I can already feel the hate mail coming my way. The you-have-to-live talks. The you're-missing-out-on-the-best-times-of-your-life talks. That's okay, though. I like those talks. In fact, I love those talks. Each time someone tells me, you have to live, it reassures me that I am living like no one else now, such that I can live and give like no one else later. A couple of years ago, my buddy Scott Trench posted an article about a few seemingly harmless habits that many Americans have. Because I 100% agree with Scott, and because I'm a numbers guy, I have taken many of his harmless habits and done my best to attribute a dollar value to show the impact of each of these activities. Think of the dollar values that I'm going to talk about today as a unit of comparison. The actual amount may be more or less for you. But before we get started... Let me preface with a disclaimer that I am no angel. I take part in almost all of these activities, and I don't expect you to cut them out of your life either. However, I am keenly aware of the impact of these activities and practice them significantly less than the average American. Now, it's your turn to scale back. This podcast today is typically for younger people in their 20s to mid-30s who are seeking early financial freedom. If you've already joined the Financial Freedom Club, do whatever you like. You're there. Enjoy it. For the others, I suggest you go ahead and keep listening. All right, number one, watching television. Netflix, Hulu, cable. $2,709 per month. Only $8.99 for an unlimited catalog of TV shows, movies, and documentaries. That's cheap, right? Wrong. There's a New York Times article that suggests that on average, Americans watch five hours of television every day. To me, and likely most of the listeners of this podcast, that kind of sounds crazy, right? Let's go ahead and assume that we're better than the average American and assume that the average listener of this podcast consumes three hours of TV every day. That's 90 hours per month, or $2,700 worth of your time spent watching TV. The total there is like $2,709, but this doesn't even include the cost of cable, a nice TV setup, and any other miscellaneous items such as, you know, snack food, beverages, or whatever other ancillary expenses are associated with watching TV. 
Watching TV and movies is something I have totally cut out of my life. The only time I will watch TV or a movie is to spend time with friends or family. Number two, drinking and bars. $2,220 bucks per month. After looking deeply at the effects of drinking and nightlife, it truly does shock me as to how many people do it consistently every Friday and Saturday night. I used to be one of these people. In fact, for about six years, I didn't miss an opportunity to party with my friends on Friday and Saturday night. Thankfully, I have smartened up. Let's look at, you know, the impact of this, assuming you go out two times a week. Over the course of a month, you will spend at least 300 bucks on alcohol, Ubers, drunchy food, etc. And not to mention the hours wasted between the pregame, pre-drink for the folks outside the U.S., the game, and the hangover. Let's say a total of eight hours is wasted per night out. That's a total of 64 hours per month. If your time is worth $30 an hour, around 65 k per year salary, that's $1,920 per month, plus the $300 in direct costs, and that's $2,220 worth of money and time down the drain. This doesn't even include the health issues and sicknesses to follow. You keep drinking while the rest of us run circles around you, okay? Number three of our list of six today, social media. Oh, you knew this was coming. $1,800 a month. We all know that social media is a big old distraction. Still, the average person spends about two hours each day encapsulated in other people's lives. That's 60 hours per month, or 1800 bucks worth of your time each month dedicated to social media. Get off your phones and start actually living your own life. Number four, listening to music. $1,560 per month. According to a Nielsen study, the average American listens to 25 hours of music each week. Think about the time spent in the car, cleaning the house, cooking dinner, or doing menial tasks at work. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that many of us, including myself, listen to classical music for concentration purposes. Mm -hmm. So I'll cut this number in half to 13 hours per week or 52 hours per month. This is 52 hours each month that could be spent listening to podcasts, audiobooks, or having conversations with those around us. At 30 bucks an hour, that's $1,560 per month of time listening to music. Number five, driving a car. $1,010 per month. When you have to go to the grocery store, a friend's house, or work, what's the first thing you do? Many of us jump in our cars and drive there. Okay, so think of it this way. Every single time you step on the gas, the brakes, or even turn the engine on, you're opening up a hole in your wallet that your hard-earned cash trickles out of. Let's break that down further. A new car purchase is 25K. Financed with a six-year loan at 3% interest, this equals car payments of around 350 bucks per month. A new car is said to be worth less than half of its value after the first three years. So, 13K over 36 months is $360 per month in value lost. Not to mention all of the added costs, gas, insurance, maintenance, etc. Let's say that's another 300 bucks per month. 
$350 car payment plus $360 value lost plus $300 in added costs equals $1,010 per month. That does not even include the added stress levels brought to you by traffic and the health benefits provided by walking and or riding a bike. Stop driving and start riding. Number six, watching sports and fantasy sports. Guilty as charged, right around a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, this does closely align with watching TV. I like to separate it out because watching a sporting event is kind of a different experience than just watching TV. Typically, it's more of a social event. Assuming you pay zero bucks extra to watch sports, you don't have a large HD television, you live in the same area as your favorite sports team, and you don't buy any extra food or drinks because of it. Let's quickly break it down. Let's say that the average amount of time spent watching sports is just six hours per week. Obviously, this varies depending on the time of year. For example, in fall and winter months, September through March, you have the NFL and March Madness, football and college basketball, where the hours per week are actually higher than in the summer months where it's just the MLB or baseball. At six hours per week for four weeks, that's 24 hours per month or $720 per month watching sports. With the explosion of fantasy sports, this gets even more costly. The average American pays $550 in fantasy sports, dues, over the course of the year. I presume that's skewed by the high rollers, so let's just go ahead and say $150 per year. Hey, $150 per year won't kill you. The real killer here, though, is time. A study shows that the average fantasy football player spends two hours per week or eight hours a month tinkering with their lineups. At $30 an hour, that's $240 of time wasted per month on just fantasy sports. Adding these up, $720 watching plus $240 of fantasy sports plus any other form of dues, you're looking at close to a thousand bucks a month on sports. Again, this is before any miscellaneous costs. And our last habit that we'll talk about today, eating out $900 a month. We all do it. We all do it more than we should. Eating out is one of the biggest killers for those in pursuit of early financial freedom. Not only is it expensive, but it's time-consuming and unhealthy. Let's say your average meal out is 20 bucks compared to the $5 it would cost you to buy the groceries and just cook your meal. That's a $15 per meal difference. According to a study by the Boston Consulting Group, millennials go out to eat on average 3.4 times per week. 0.4? Oh, well. We'll round that down to just three times per week or 12 times a month. At $15 incremental charge, that's $180 per month. Each time you go out to eat is probably an average of two hours of your time. This includes commuting to the venue, the restaurant experience, and the food coma we all fall into when we are done. That's 24 hours per month, $720 worth of your time. $180 in additional food costs plus $720 worth of time and you get $900 per month eating out. See you at Safeway. Let's conclude things today. Again, yeah, I'm no angel, and I don't expect you to be either. With the exception to watching Netflix, I still do all of these activities. I go out with my friends, I listen to music, and I'm frequently on social media. I still take three hours every Sunday to watch the Patriots. However, 
After thinking about the impact of each of these activities, I have reduced the negative effects they have on my life. For example, I go out, but I don't drink. I watch sports, but only my team. I listen to music, but have substituted half of the time with podcasts. I'm an active user of Facebook, but I grayscaled my phone so I naturally use it less. The purpose of this podcast today is not for me to tell you to stop doing these things. It's just to make you aware of the financial impact each of them has. It's just to get you to scale back, maybe, on some of these bad habits. Making some small tweaks will allow you to retain similar happiness levels while still being on the fast track to financial freedom. Thanks for checking out this episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Remember, every Thursday there's a new episode of the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast. And they drop an episode each Sunday, too. Twice a week. Sheesh. Slackers. But seriously, check out Brandon and David's show. You can search for it on your podcast app or go to biggerpockets.com slash podcast. Meanwhile, I'll meet you back here tomorrow.